From the viewpoint of end time Bible prophecy, what do you consider to be the most amazing thing going on in the world today? I recently had the opportunity to ask 17 Bible prophecy experts that question. For their fascinating answers, stay tuned. Lamb and Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy, a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope, and welcome to Christ in Prophecy. Each year I make it a point to attend the annual convention of what is called the Pre-Trib Study Group. This is a group of Bible prophecy experts who are united in their belief that the rapture of the church will occur before the tribulation begins. That's the term pre-trib. One of the questions I recently asked 17 of the experts attending the pre-trib conference was a broad and general one about events going on in the world today. Specifically, I asked, from the viewpoint of end-time Bible prophecy, what do you consider to be the most amazing thing going on in the world today? Nine of the 17 experts focused their remarks on the same event. I'd like to begin with their responses. There are so many things to, to pick, but the one that you know, captures my attention is the uh, <clears throat> regathering of the Jews into the land. And, you know, sociologists and so forth tell us that when a nation is separated from its homeland within a couple of generations, it loses its cultural distinctiveness and language. And, you know, here we are uh, 2,000 years after the scattering of Israel, and they're right back in the land exactly as God said. I like to ask people, how many Jebusites do you know? <laughs> they're mentioned in the Bible, the Jebusites, but they're, they got absorbed into other cultures, but not so the Jews. So that to me is very powerful. The restoration of Israel without question. Uh, Adam and Eve left the Garden of Eden with a curse on the earth, and God promised that He would redeem that curse one day through a group of people. They're the Jewish people. In the interest of that, he sent a Jewish Messiah to offer a plan to the world. And that Jewish Messiah has temporarily been suspended, but he's at the right hand of God the Father. But he is going to come back to this earth with a redeemed Jewish people who say, Baruch Abba, Shem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The restoration of Israel is a sign that those people in the place of Israel today are preparing to say that very thing. And I cannot wait. I'm going to be there in a glorified body to help them say it. Well, at the top of my list is the rebirth, uh, regathering, and continuing expansion of the nation of Israel. To, to me, that's, that proves that God is still in the miracle business. The nation of Israel is a miracle. It's a, it's a greater miracle than the parting of the Red Seas. Matter of fact, we were told in Jeremiah 23, verse 7, that a time would come where they would no longer say the Jewish people, uh, as the Lord lives who brought us out from Egypt, but as the Lord lives who led the descendants uh, of Israel out from the north country and from the south country and, you know, from the corners of the world into Israel. The regathering that we are seeing going on right now since the rebirth of the nation of 1948 is uh, phenomenal. Uh, it, the Lord, I'll just take a, a moment on this. The Lord had to do these incredible things. He had to 
create the Zionistic inclination within the Jewish people. He had to uh, get rid of the Ottoman Empire, which had ruled over the region, so there could be a land of Israel. He had to defeat the Nazi regime that wanted to prevent the return of the Jews into Israel. He had to empower the Allies to defeat the Nazi regime. He had to um, legislate uh, through the United Nations the partition plan so they could be in Israel. I mean, you can see this is a big, big miracle. He had to lift up the Israeli Defense Forces to defend the nation so it could, its posterity could, could stay. And uh, the, he's going to prosper them th as well. So this is a major miracle because we know at some point Russia is going to come in Ezekiel 38 and 39 for Israel's prosperity. So a lot of things going and converging, but I think the rebirth and regathering of Israel is uh, at the top of my list. The most amazing thing is the fact of everything that is going on right now, but the key to that is the Jewish people are back in the land. And I think all of these things are supposed to start happening when the Jewish people get back in the land. And we're seeing almost everything the Bible describes as uh, indications that the second coming is near, which means the rapture is even closer. So I would say the Jewish people, people say, well, yeah, back, back in Hitler's day, everybody thought, well, that's the Antichrist is here. Distant. But the Jew wasn't back in the land. And now we see everything coming uh, along exactly as it's described in the Bible. Well, I would say the nation of Israel, but I want to say it in this light. Uh, we're witnessing an amazing event. Zechariah chapter 12, verses 2 and 3 talk about, in the latter days, Jerusalem will become a cup of trembling and a burdensome stone to the world. In other words, uh, it would be unstable. So the unstableness of that region, again, is before us. Uh, the Bible also says that the nations of the world would literally come against Israel. I think that's one, one amazing prophecy that is literally coming to pass today before our very eyes. I mean, you see the nations, even America uh, is, is turning against Israel, but it's a prophecy. Now, what I, I do like about the scriptures, though, the Bible says that we should pray for the peace of Jerusalem. When we pray that prayer, uh, we are literally praying for Christ to come back to stabilize that region. Well, there's no doubt that Jesus Christ is definitely the focal point of the whole Bible, including Bible prophecy. But when we look more specifically at Bible prophecy, uh, it's always about Israel. Israel is the focal point of Bible prophecy. Perhaps the greatest miracle of the last century was the regathering of the Jewish people to their homeland, becoming a nation in 1948, uh, recapture of Jerusalem in 1967. All of this prophesied in the Bible. And so I would have to say that Israel continues and will always be the focal point of Bible prophecy. And it is to this very day. Uh, there are a lot of things going on in Israel and around Israel uh, that uh, are related to Bible prophecy. Uh, when we look at the neighbors of Israel, Egypt, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, those countries, all of them are moving more towards a even if it's possible, even to a much more anti-Semitic stance towards Israel. And uh, this is probably in the stage setting part of uh, uh, fulfillment of maybe Psalm 83 war. Uh, certainly the, the national ties that are being developed in the Magog coalition of nations between Iran and Russia in these last few years have become so strong. You know, with the with the uh, ongoing conflict between the international community with Iran and her uh, nuclear program, 
uh, it has only strengthened the tie between Iran and Russia. And so we see that developing. We see in Turkey, for instance, which of course would be a major part of that mega coalition of nations, we see how that uh, they are leaving their Western ties and moving more towards connections with, with Russia. Uh, uh, Turkey has for a number of years been trying to get into the European Union, and they've never been able to accomplish that. And uh, now, you know, in just the last uh, several years, they have a very uh, strong Muslim leader, uh, Prime Minister uh, Aragon, who who has uh, led the nation to leave its secularist government and move to a much more uh, Sharia law type government, a more Muslim type government, which again means that there is more uh, hatred towards Israel. And so Turkey is moving away from that Western alliance and moving much more to an Eastern alliance. And uh, along with that, I think uh, with Iran and Russia, we see the coalition of the Magog nations. And we could go on. We could talk about Libya. We could talk about, um, you know, those stand nations, the ex-Soviet bloc nations, uh, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, those, those nations that will be involved in the Magog war. All of that is coming together simultaneously perfectly setting the stage for what the Bible says is going to happen. And I think that's pretty exciting when we can live to see that. Well, I would answer uh, what's going on in Israel is always the amazing thing. Um, There are many prophecy sites that give us signs, multiple signs. Uh, In fact, you did that in one of our conferences, and it was remarkable. Uh, But to me... The most amazing thing is still Israel. Everything God said about Israel is coming true in that land. And I think that what we have to do is just sit back for a moment and look at all the things that have happened in Israel. I think the most amazing thing that's going on today is that God is moving incredibly in the nation of Israel. Uh, God is not only continuing to defend his ancient people and their right to the land, but he's also opening their hearts to the gospel. Uh, Tim Lay and I had the privilege uh, just a few weeks ago to be in Israel, and we preached to 2,000 people in a rally in Tel Aviv, saw 40 people accept Christ as their Savior. I am just thrilled with the freedom of religion that is allowed there, uh, the openness to the gospel, uh, and many of the people that are living in Israel are realizing, I need a personal relationship with God Himself, and the only way to have that is through the person of Jesus Christ, who is the Messiah for all people, Jew and Gentile alike. The amazing miracle of Israel going back into the land in our lifetime. And David, you and I have lived about the same length of time, and we have seen Israel recognized as a nation by the United Nations under incredible odds. And Jesus said, behold, uh, Israel as a a symbol of a fig tree, a parable of the fig tree. Taking and and I've gone back in history and found three biblical passages that prove Israel has been used as a symbol in the Old Testament or a parable. And now we have the the main theme of the coming of Christ is Israel coming back into the land, and it's coming like a crescendo in our day and age. And who is behind it? 
Satan, the arch enemy of Jesus Christ, of God, everything that we Christians stand for, stand for, and the, he hates the Jews. And he's doing everything he can to thwart them and to hinder Bible prophecy. And anyone who takes the Bible literally can see that. And those who don't take the Bible literally are in real serious trouble. I hope you're finding the answers of our Bible prophecy experts to be as interesting as I did when I interviewed them. They have been responding to the question, from the viewpoint of end-time Bible prophecy, what do you consider to be the most amazing thing going on in the world today? Thus far, I've interviewed nine of the 17, and all nine have pointed to the rebirth of the nation of Israel. I would agree with their emphasis on this development. I've written extensively about the fulfillment of end-time prophecies in modern-day Israel, including my latest book, The Jewish People Rejected or Beloved. In fact, I would point to a total of seven end-time Bible prophecies that are being fulfilled in Israel today. First would be the regathering of the Jewish people from the four corners of the earth, which began in the late 19th century and continues to this day. The second is the reestablishment of the State of Israel, which occurred on May 14, 1948. The third would be the reclamation of the land of Israel, which had become a desolation during the Jews' nearly 2,000-year absence from the land. The fourth, the revival of the Hebrew language, which had ceased to be spoken among the Jewish people during their exile from the land. Fifth, the reoccupation of the city of Jerusalem, which occurred on June the 7th, 1967, during the Six-Day War. Sixth, the resurgence of the Israeli military, which continues to this day. And seventh, the refocusing of world politics on Israel, which is being fulfilled before our very eyes this moment. But all these prophecies being fulfilled among the Jewish people today are not the only amazing fulfillments of end-time Bible prophecy that are going on in the world. Our other eight Bible prophecy experts pointed to a variety of amazing prophetic fulfillments. Here's what they had to say. Well, a short time ago, my answer would have been the nation of Israel and the events in and around the nation of Israel. Although I'm still fascinated with the rebirth of Israel, I must say today that I'm most amazed at the apostasy in the church. We're seeing what was prophesied in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 of the great falling away. And I think it's the, the ultimate fulfillment will be during the seven-year tribulation. We're witnessing today in which many Christians and pastors, especially pastors, are choosing to condone immorality, things that go against the Word of God. We are seeing the, the deity of Christ is being questioned. Uh, the virgin birth is being questioned. And we see the acceptance of things like homosexuality in the name of tolerance and love. And it's just a really heartbreaking thing to see. But the the, the uh, apostasy in the church was something that was prophesied in the scriptures, and we therefore can know that the word of God is true. But we're in an age in which uh, many today are looking to to turn to fables, and it was also prophesied in uh, the book of Timothy that the day would come when we would not endure sound doctrine, and we are definitely seeing that fulfillment today. Uh, probably uh, we could say there are a lot of things going on that just amaze us, those of us who study prophecy and, and look for those things that... Uh, uh, the ancient prophets talked about that are relative to uh, end times. But I would have to say that one of the most amazing things to me that is not surprising but is amazing is the almost, um, uh, it's, a, it's a growing attitude of hatred toward God and His Word and His people. Uh, there was a time in the history of the world in Western Europe and even in our country where such things that are being said today would have been unthinkable. 
But because of the, uh, the estrangement between the human race and, and God, it's no longer um, bad to talk about God and to say things that are said on, uh, in movies and on television uh, and even, uh, even in the political uh, realm. Um, those things amaze me because they are so accurate uh, regarding Bible prophecy. It is incredible to me how the apostasy the uh, anti-Israel and immorality going on, on in, in our country and how it is increasing exponentially and how it's tying in in sync with all the other prophecies and signs in, in, at the same time. It, it's amazing. It shows me how quickly or how soon the Lord is coming. In fact, uh, Dr. John Wavard uh, used to say, I always knew Thanksgiving was close because they were bringing out the Christmas decorations. And so we know that uh, because of the signs of His second coming, we know the rapture is really close. Apart from the modern-day miracle of Israel, I would have to say would be the rebuilding of a third Jewish temple. Just recently on the Temple Institute website, they said that they are opening a school for the Kohanim, these Jewish men who are descendants from Aaron, to train them for service in a third Jewish temple. And we know according to Bible prophecy there will be a third Jewish temple. All one has to do is go to Daniel 9, 27, uh, Matthew 24, 15, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, and Revelation chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. There will be a third Jewish temple standing on the Temple Mount in the city of Jerusalem during Daniel's 70th week of prophecy. So that's really, really exciting to see that happening. I think from my perspective, because God's role and, and goal is to see the Jewish people ultimately come to faith, that a revival of belief among the Jewish communities uh, is really astounding. You don't see it so much in the United States. You do see it in some of the Messianic communities that are reaching out. But in other parts of the world, you know, in the, in the former Soviet Union and some of their, their satellite countries, uh, in Israel itself, there's a great deal of this happening, which by our standards is small in proportion, but in terms of history is large. And the result is that God is preparing this remnant for the role they're going to serve as we come into the tribulation period and finally uh, all Israel is saved for the millennial kingdom. And I think it's an astounding thing to see. And, and many miss it because less than 1% of mission uh, in our churches is devoted to Israel. We, we don't know about the Jewish people. We don't know what's going on. It's those select handful of Jewish uh, organizations that are reaching out to their own people that uh, have some awareness of this. But it's, it really is quite astounding. Israel has been restored as a nation since 1948, and an international conflict over land in the city of Jerusalem has arisen and continued to move that direction for several decades. In addition, we now have the capacity to destroy all life on planet Earth with nuclear weapons, create 100-pound hailstones, burn one-third of the Earth by fire, and then we see that all of this has come about in one generation. Knowledge and travel have increased. Knowledge is now doubling every two years. We have the capacity to broadcast any event to a global audience and to track the buying and selling of all men everywhere. All of this has come about in the generation following World War II and is strong evidence for the inspiration of the Bible.
I think it would be uh, come down to the word I've heard bandied around, convergence. So many things happening at once, but uh, uh, particularly I think uh, the number one thing is uh, is Israel and uh, the dealings uh, of the entire international community with Israel, with the priest pros being at the center of all that, because this gets right to the heart of Daniel chapter 9, verses 26-27. Uh, at some point there's going to be that covenant made. And so the most amazing thing is the developments that are taking place, uh, I believe, with Israel. Uh, secondly, I think uh, the, the coalition developing uh, as outlined in Ezekiel 38 and 39 is very uh, in the news, I believe, with Iran or ancient Persia, that area, part of it, and, uh, and aligning with Russia and uh, coming closer and closer uh, allied with Russia, even our own administration seeming to want to uh, placate Iran rather than uh, turn to Israel. The whole world turning away from Israel and even America is very concerning to me. And then I think uh, the economic uh, situation uh, would be the third most amazing uh, development in that uh, the whole world is obviously on the precipice of a complete economic change. And it's been brought about in so many strange ways and so quickly that it's almost mind-boggling. And, of course, what this all pertains to me is that um, uh, it is getting uh, set up for, uh, I believe, post-rapture time and and the economic uh, collapse and so forth, in which the Antichrist system of Revelation 13... Uh, six, verses 16 through 18 will come into view with an all-electronic funds transfer uh, system of some sort whereby people buy and sell by marks, and of course from that comes the uh, mark, I believe, that will forever condemn man's uh, soul to hell who takes it, a man or a woman. And uh, those are the three major uh, things I see uh, that are amazing as far as developments are concerned. Well, historically, I would have answered the Israel becoming a nation again. I mean, 1948, a nation after 1900 years rising out of the dust. But then as I, the more I study Bible prophecy, the more I see the signs of the times, these end time signs are kind of building up. For instance, Daniel 12:4, knowledge growing, and we've got a growth of knowledge. We have travel, as the Bible says, that travel will be growing. We have Israel being regathered into a nation again. Apostasy in the church. We're seeing political alliances come together like Russia and Iran and Turkey coming against Israel one day. All these things are happening at once. So how do you pick one out of some such an amazing array? Well, I heard Dr. Ron Rhodes use this word convergence. And then it was like a light came. A convergence, that means all these signs at once are coming together pointing to the Lord's soon return. So I think that is the phenomena to me in Bible prophecy that has the most impact. Well, there you have it, the responses of 17 Bible prophecy experts in response to the question, what is the most amazing prophetic development in the world today? I've asked my colleague Nathan Jones to join me because I want him to expand on his comments about the sign of convergence. Now, Nathan, you mentioned that briefly in your response to my questions. Expand on it. Well, when I think of convergence, I kind of think of this. We can see, a, say, a truck on the railroad tracks, and we hear the train blowing. We know it's coming. A big disaster is going to happen. But imagine that you also looked up in the sky and saw contrails of a plane <clears throat> heading right for that same spot. And at that same corner, a farmer's in his farmhouse, and there's a gas leak, and he's about to light a match. 
All that happening all in the That's same That's convergence. Place. That's a convergence, <laughs> right? All these disasters. Likewise, the signs of the end times are disasters as well. <clears throat> For instance, we've got the end time sign of uh, famine. We also have wars and rumors of wars. We also have uh, plagues. We have, of course, Israel is the super sign and all the things that happen related to Israel. Politics, uh, natural disasters, you name it. All these different things, as Jesus said, happening more frequently and more intensely. But they're all happening at the same time. Hence, their convergence or, as some call it, the convergence factor. Well, it's a very important point. And I, uh, you know, I... For years, I would have always said the most important sign of all of the end times is the reestablishment of Israel. But as we have moved beyond that, and all these others have started coming together for the first time ever, I just can't think of a sign more important than convergence. It's interesting because it is a sign in of itself. It's not a sign That's that right. the Lord said would happen per se. But He said when all these signs, like say for Matthew 24 where He gives us uh, 10 different signs of the end times, He gave, said that all 10 of them would be happening at the same time. Over the last few decades, we've seen different ones happening. But now, it's like the whole earth is shaking as all these different signs shake up the earth. And that means Jesus Christ Amen. is coming soon. And you know, folks, uh, we recently published this particular book here called Living on Board Time, subtitled The Imminent Return of Jesus. And in this book, we uh, asked 22 Bible prophecy experts, including Nathan, to give us their opinions on the signs of the times. And they did so. And one of the things that they really focused on was this point about convergence. So, you might want to get a copy of that and see what they had to say. Well, folks, that's our program for this week. I hope it's been a blessing to you. And I hope you'll be back with us next week when we will be presenting more responses by our 17 Bible prophecy experts to the question, based on Bible prophecy, what do you think is going to happen to the nation of Israel? Until then, Nathan and I would urge you to look up and be watchful, for our redemption is coming soon. For more detailed information about the concept of convergence and its relationship to the signs of the times that point to the Lord's soon return, order a copy of Dr. Reagan's book, Living on Borrowed Time. The book is 300 pages in length and contains a 54-page prophetic form in which 22 Bible prophecy experts respond to nine questions about the signs of the times. This insightful book can be yours for a gift of $15 or more, plus the cost of shipping. Another of Dr. Reagan's books that you would find fascinating is his latest one that is titled, The Jewish People, Rejected or Beloved? There's just no way you can understand what is going on in the world today unless you understand the miraculous things God is doing among the Jewish people. This book runs 230 pages in length and can also be yours for a gift of $15 or more, plus the cost of shipping. To order either book or both, call the number you see on the screen between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, or you can place your order through our website at lamblion.com. And if you'd like to secure copies of both books, we can supply them to you for a gift of $25 or more, plus the cost of shipping. Just ask for special offer number 652. Just give us a call at the number you see on the screen between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, or place your order through our website at lamblion.com. Christ in Prophecy is made possible through the faithful and generous support of viewers like you. Please consider making a donation to Lamb and Lion Ministries so that we can continue broadcasting the message of Jesus' soon return. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministries, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus. 